It's car con carne. And Felix, the house cat, is here. Thanks a lot. I'm happy to be here. It's like my first time being in a radio station in Chicago, which is so crazy. Wait, ever? Ever, 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 ever. That's insane. You are a Chicago <laughs> resident. You've been doing this since you were like 16 years old. Yeah, long time. When you started. Well, tell me how you started first and foremost. Um, Well, when I was like 14, um, I hooked up with a guy named DJ Pierre and... Um, we did this song called Fantasy Girl, which became like one of the Chicago house anthems along with Move Your Body. And um, it just took off. And, you know, Mike Hitman Wilson and Farley Jack Master Funk, you know, they broke it for me and then everything just took off from there. Well, so you were there really at, at the birth. I mean, Chicago is the epicenter of house music for the layman, for the average person who is really only peripherally or has a peripheral understanding of what house music is. Explain house music. Um, basically it was started or the ones who like really invented it or created the buzz would be a guy named Vince Lawrence, Jesse Saunders, Frankie Knuckles and Ron Hardy. And between those four, it was you know, it was a style of it came from the style of like disco and live drum machines being played on disco tracks, you know, and people used to listen to a lot of the music and they would call them house parties and it would be house music and just one thing led to another but those were the originators um Frankie Knuckles he's still around I think he's like the last I was just you know I wouldn't call myself a pioneer or a legend I was just there right when it took off and I was just at the right place at the right time you know and I just took the name because it you know sounded cool at the time now it sounds pretty ridiculous to me I'm just gonna be Felix because the cartoon people are also sweating me so those cartoon people. <laughs> and you can't ever wring their neck because they're two-dimensional. That's, that's a drag. Do you consider your new album a house album? No. I, I stopped making house music in, like, 96. I think I call it either Euro trash. That people call it electro pop, synth pop, um, neo-new wave, um, 80s revival. It's, like, so many 80 references. But, you know, I just call it Euro trash because it's the music is very Euro european influence and the vocals are kind of like cool and trashy you know that's what i call it the new name right now in europe and new york they're calling it is the real label is electro clash right and artists like fisher spooner yeah i was just with them in london fisher spooner i did the electro clash documentary for radio one i hosted it this weekend so that was pretty fun that they chose me i was with in one building i played with tommy sunshine it was city rockers night it was me, Tommy Sunshine, Fisher Spooner was there, Boy George, Peaches, uh, Mira from Lady Tron. Uh, that, that Peaches, she's nuts, right? She, you really do your homework. I thought she didn't know that stuff, but you're pretty on point. She's nuts. <laughs> but she's not, she's like totally normal in person. Of course, it's all persona. I, I don't know. I, I can't say the things she does on your station, but. It's a show. <laughs> it's a show. People get their money's worth. Well, going back to the whole Euro trash 
vibe of the album or Euro, uh, however you described it. Miss Kit, <laughs> Miss Kitten, what's she all about? Because here's this very dry, very droll sounding European voice on the album that really it sounds it sounds sexy. It sounds you know untouchable. This really amazing voice. Um, Kitten, I met her in uh, Switzerland. I was like a big fan of hers, but she was like a big German. French cult star, you know, really underground. Nobody knew who she was. You know, only like DJs knew, like Danny Teneglia made her kind of popular with the song Frank Sinatra. But um, I just told her I was like a big fan, and she said she was a big fan of my Electric Boy album. So we went in the studio the next day, and the first song we did was on uh, Madam Hollywood. We did in like an hour. And when she says 90210 on that <laughs> yeah, it's song. it's not even Hollywood. I, yeah, I, besides that, I, I find myself curiously aroused. I, I can't justify it, but I just do. This week's Entertainment Weekly, you are as timely as uh, what's on the magazine racks these days. It's the It List, their annual list of yeah. who's it. And uh, they're calling you the It 80s Revivalist. <laughs> um, and, and you mentioned the fact, unrelated to, to music, Escape from New York is the movie that changed your life. Yeah, oh man. I remember seeing that in the theater. I have since. Wow. Oh yeah, I didn't see it in the theater. I, I was. I saw it on cable. I wish I would have saw it in the theater. Isaac Hayes, he is the Duke of New York. I love the, <laughs> the John Carpenter uh, the score for that movie. Yeah, it's, it's so incredible. I have it on uh, vinyl, the original vinyl. John Carpenter, you can see all these analog synths in the background. I mean, that movie that changed my life. You know, I mean, he directed the score, the music, and it sounds so. You know, Analog City is based on that, on my album. You know, I wanted to do something on that Carpenter level, so I did Analog City as a tribute to him. You know, the thing is, when I saw the movie as a kid, I really thought that uh, Kurt Russell as Snake Plissken, I thought he was so badass. <laughs> yeah, he was. I saw them, I, I got all excited when I was an, an adult. I rented the movie. I'm like, <laughs> okay, he's not. He's kind of cheesy. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not I kicking any still, ass. I think he still looks cool. I really... Well, the uh, eye patch. Anyone, whether you're a pirate or Kurt Russell, the eye patch is going to make you cool, just right, right. by definition. Uh, but what what else we learn here? You used to work at the World Music Theater. Now the yeah, tweeter. I was um yeah a tweeter now, but um I used to have to like pick up trash from like Janet Jackson concerts and Grateful Dead, which was the worst concert I ever had to like pick up trash for. You won't even want to know the things I've picked up. Well, I'm picturing a house musician having to work a dead show. That's like the, the seventh seventh circle of hell for a house house musician. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, Hank Williams, one of his shows, it was just... Lots of lots of chaw on the ground, I'm guessing. Yeah. The Hank Williams show. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it seems as though, I mean, it's the classic thing, uh, you know, you break in Europe and uh, you, you hope that the U.S. follows suit, but it, it seems as though things are in motion for the United States to play catch-up to what the Europeans have known, that's you're making some really viable, infectious music. The whole thing with the European American thing, it, it it bothered me at first, and then I, after a while, I just said, you know, I said America probably never know who I am, and I just have to be happy being a nobody here and a somebody in Europe. And I was at peace with that. And then, you know, when Emperor Norton came and wanted to license the album, I said, um, who are Emperor Norton? And you know, to be honest, they probably don't even know who I am. And when they told me Lady Tron was on the label, I'm like, okay, they're great. Let them put it out. They know what they're doing. And once that came out, I, you know, I was really shocked what it did in America, you know, how much people were into it. So, like, the future right now, I'm just, um, you know, I'm working on a girl band called Glamorama. They're going to be, like, electronic punk band on a B-52 Devo Prince Vanity 6 tip. And um, Count me in. <laughs> right. 
All right, well, Felix the Housecat, again, this album, it's fun, it's refreshing, it's truly a breath of fresh air. Thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate it. I mean, the good thing, I hope, is like the whole Electro Clash movement, like Fisher Spooner, Lady Tron, Peaches, Chicks on Speed, all these groups can, like, you know, make good music, and I'm sure they will, and keep it going without sounding dated, but sounding new at the same time. That's the key. I mean, it's certainly, you can... Spot the influences on yeah. a lot of the tracks, but it yeah, definitely, definitely is forward thinking. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for supporting Silver Screen. And, and among other songs, I want to play a song called What Does It Feel Like? All right, cool. it's, a, it's a nice, short, cool song. What can you uh, tell me about this? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to cool, say where I got the influence from because I don't want to get sued. But, but the um, bass line on this song, it's just... It, yeah, it's, it's really driving. It, it's not even really house. It's, it's just about a girl... Who's like a nympho, basically, and um, um, Miss L- Melissa pulled off the vocals. We shot the video in um, in England in this penthouse suite, and again, did... I want to be you. <laughs> and they had to edit the video for MTV because it was like a lot of naughty bits, so they edited it for America, but they kept the original for Europe. But basically, it's a fun song about a nympho girl who's out of control and just wants to know what it feels like to feel like an infowide basically if you can say that on your show and my son is here so he's like my daddy's a pervert (laughs) stay in school (laughs) support your local 4-h everything will be fine Uh, all right well felix the house cat thank you again for coming thanks for having me man i appreciate it